good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It is Wednesday, October 26th in the NBA, and I'm back with my five favorite picks of the day. My name is Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's do a quick recap from yesterday. Our best bet of the day, our only bet of the day. Chris Tapps, Porzingis, over eight and a half rebounds. It loses. That ends our six-day winning streak, our 6-0 undefeated best bet streak to start the year. We had to survive Porzingis going to foul trouble, a blowout. Everything else went against him. But we did talk about a ton of leans, and those, I believe, did pretty well, but we don't track those. Let's bounce back today. Let's start a new streak. If you are new to the Call on Our Shot channel, we do these videos every single morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time, roughly, give or take. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button, too, so you don't miss out. We also have a couple other videos popping up on the channel, starting up in a, in a little bit later on today. We have our best NFL Week 8 best bets videos with three spread picks. That will be live at 12 p.m. Eastern time. We've been cashing spreads at a 67% clip in the NFL this year. I believe we're 26 and 13. And also our Thursday night football video for the Ravens versus Buccaneers will be live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you go tune into those videos. We've been crushing the NFL just like we've been crushing the NBA to start this season. I'll shout out our all-stars at the end of the video. Let's hop into my best bet of the day. LeBron James over seven and a half assists, minus 105 on DraftKings. Now, I do not expect this line to move at all to seven and a half or six and a half or eight and a half. And if you honestly want to sprinkle them up to 10 plus assists at plus 270 on points bet, count me in. Now, LeBron and the Lakers still searching for the first win, and they're trying to find it in Denver as they take on the Nuggets. And what's most important here, Russell Westbrook is doubtful for this game. Now, if Westbrook does get randomly cleared back into the game, that's fine. We've seen the NBA things happen like that. Shea Gilders Alexander was announced out the night before. Boom, he's back in the day, next day. Makes no sense. It's the NBA. NBA does. It's uh, it's unpredictable. But I still think LeBron can get it done with or without Westbrook. But assuming Westbrook does miss this game as he has a hamstring injury, that would be big for LeBron. And let's talk about it. So far, the LeBron this year, eight, six, and eight assists. So he's gone over in two of the three. You would like to see him go over a little bit by more. But I did, if I didn't mention, or put one and a half units on this LeBron pay. But like I said, the Lakers searching for their first one. I think they can get it here. LeBron is averaging 14.3 assist chances per game, the most on the team. The second most, Russell Westbrook at 8.7. You look at LeBron's usage rate, 28.9%. Anthony Davis for comparison, 26%. Russell Westbrook, 21.5%. Those are the top three on the team. Not really a lot of guys closer that, assuming that are playing, you know, more than like five, 10 minutes a game. Now, Denver's defense, not been good all year long. They're allowing 124.5 points per game, most in the NBA, and 28.3 assists per game, third most. LeBron averages 40% of the Lakers team assists. So I don't know what 40% of 28.3 is, and I don't imagine LeBron comes out here and drops, you know, what, 12, 13 assists, but He's going to be out there. He's going to be passing the ball a lot. And assuming, you know, he's going to draw one of the harder matchups from the Denver Nuggets. They don't play a whole lot of defense. They haven't been starting that. But Aaron Gordon is likely going to be the guy that takes on LeBron. And, you know, he can match up size-wise with, with LeBron. I'm not saying Aaron Gordon's the best defender in the league, but he can at least make it difficult. And LeBron's had a good track record versus the Nuggets. In his last six against them, he's had two, nine, 10, 12, 14, and nine assists. Crushing it in five of six. That's why I said 10 plus assists, plus 270. Pretty good odds. And sure, you can look at that two assists game. Yeah, whatever. They got blown out in that game. His teammates couldn't make shots. And there's a realm of possibility where LeBron says, yeah, screw my pet teammates. I'm not passing the ball. I'm just going to go out there and drop 40. There is a chance, but I don't see that being LeBron's game. We know that's not been his game, his game for, what, 20 years. It's the guy that wants to get his teammates involved. And assuming Westbrook's not out there, we're going to surround him with more shooting. And the Lakers shooting? Couldn't be worse. I could probably shoot better than they have so far this season, shooting 21.2% from three, by far the worst in the NBA. That's 6.1% lower than every other team. They don't have great shooters, but they aren't that bad. So I think they're gonna get a little bit positive, positive regression in that category. And ultimately, if Westbrook is indeed out, which I expect him to be, they're gonna surround LeBron and AD with guys that can knock down shots or at least can shoot them. And I think they're gonna knock down some of them in a high-paced, fast-paced matchup against the Denver Nuggets. One and a half units, best bit of the day, LeBron James over seven and a half assists. And you know what? Before getting my favorite spread pick, because I make these rules for this channel, 
two best bets today, and it's going to be this guy, Anthony Edwards, over 21.5 points, minus 109 on Caesars. Another 1.5 unit play. We'll track it towards the best bet because I really love both of these plays, and I think both are going to cash. Now, before I even talk about why I like the Ant-Man, I do want to talk about the lines. Right now, we're seeing FanDuel at 22.5, minus 115. I'd be an idiot to take minus 115 a point higher than I would get 21 and a half at minus 109 just doesn't make sense but i do think anthony edwards gets 22 and a half i'd play that at one unit now edwards coming off a bad game nine points three for 15 from the field shooting one for eight from three yeah that's not great and then the post game press conference they dug back into him anthony edwards said you know i need to be better on back to backs and carl anthony Towns started talking about him taking better care of his body he doesn't like hearing him go to popeyes and all this stuff now anthony edwards needs to come out and play pretty well and i think he will do just that now through four games so far edwards has that scored 11, 30, 30, and 9 points. So, you know, there's all over the spectrum, but I think he can certainly get it done today. He's going to he had a similar shooting game in the week, in the first game, and then he bounced back with th two 30-point games. They're going to be taking on the Spurs again for the second time in, you know, second time in a row. They'll play them again in a couple days. And the over-unders, 232.5. The Spurs play fast, and they also give up a lot of points. That's what they do. The Spurs allowing the seventh most points per game in the paint this season, and that is important because of this note. Anthony Edwards has been more aggressive driving to the hoop literally than he has been in his whole career. This year, averaging 15 drives per game, the most on the team. The next closest is D'Angelo Russell at eight and a half. And that includes a game last game when Anthony Edwards settled for jump shots. One for eight from the three-point line. He only drove the ball nine times. Prior to that, he had been averaging 17 drives per game. And if he does that against the Spurs defense, he will be able to get us 22, 23, probably 25 points. Because look at Edwards, he's averaged only 10.8 drives per game last year. So he's up nearly four to five drives. And that's important because we want a guy obviously driving at the hoop. He can obviously get fouled or get a free layup. And that's what he's been able to do all year long. Now, Edwards been shooting the ball a lot. Edwards is over 21 and a half points in 17 of his last 25 games with 15 or more field goal attempts. He's obviously attempted 15 or more in all of the games this season. And in the games that, you know, they were blown out by the Spurs the first time, he's over 21 and a half points in 20 of his last 25 games with 17 or more field goal attempts, which is what he's been basically doing in every single game. Even if this game is a blowout, I think it leads to Ant-Man having a pretty good day. I think they want to get him going in this game, especially after a bad one. Anthony Edwards should be shooting the ball out there. I have faith in him. Two best bets of the day. LeBron James over in assists and Anthony Edwards over in points. Go get it done. Let's go to eight and one for best bets of the year. Now my spread pick of the day. Well, all three of my spread leans hit yesterday. I should have put money on the Pelicans as I was pretty confident the Pelicans would at least cover that game, potentially win outright. Today I'm going with the Pistons plus seven and a half. Currently minus 107 on points bet. I'll also take this at plus seven if you want to take there. But I am declaring Pistons outright victory. I think it's like plus 200 something. Now that this might that might sound crazy for you guys, and I already see you know get out get at your keyboards. I already see the comments. Austin, you mean the Pistons who have lost three straight games by 24, nine, and 21 points? Now they're taking on a team with Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. This makes no sense. You've lost your mind. And while that not necessarily isn't too far from the truth, I think and, and Mr. Uh, the Pistons are going to bounce back here, and I think they're going to have a good game. Because if you do not remember last year, we faded the Hawks a lot on the road. And why not? Because over the last two years, including the first, well, they actually haven't had a road game yet. Last two years, Hawks, 48-75-1 against the spread on the road. By far the worst in the NBA, covering only 39% of the time. Well, surely they've at least covered versus the Pistons. The Pistons have been one of the worst teams over the past couple of years. <clears throat> Wrong. They've lost four straight games in Detroit. And while I'm not necessarily, I'm not putting money on Detroit to win this game outright, I think they keep it close and have a chance to win it outright. The Hawks have yet to play a road game. This will be their first one. And look, they've played the Rockets, Magic, and Hornets. They lost by 17 to the Hornets. 
They haven't played a road game, and all three of those teams aren't necessarily the best teams in the NBA. Far from it. The Pistons don't need to win this game at all. We're just taking them plus seven and a half. But the fact that I think they can, I think they got a good chance. They also have won their only home game of the year versus the Orlando Magic. The game they actually started out down by like 15 points. They have the offense to keep up with the Hawks, and I certainly think they can get it done. I'm running with the Pistons plus seven and a half. That's my spread pick of the day. Now let's talk and let's stay in that Pistons game. We'll talk about two more player props and talk about our all-stars. Jaden Ivey, over 19 and a half points plus assists, minus 105 on points bet. Now, weirdly enough, we only have a points bet in FanDuel line at the moment. So maybe they think some guys will get ruled out. I don't imagine that's going to be Ivy. I know the Pistons are on a back-to-back. If anything, they'll rule out guys on the bench more so than Ivy because Ivy's a rookie. He's going to be out there playing a lot. Now let's talk about the Pistons. As we already talked about, they're taking on the Hawks and he's going to likely get the Trey Young matchup, which is what I like to see. Now rookies usually, most of the time, if they're, you know, an electric competitive rookie, they love seeing those big, big time names coming into their city. And Trey Young, hard to get bigger than that guy that averaged 28 and nine assists per game last season. I mean, this is a guy that's one of the best players in the NBA that has the offer. And what also that means, Trey Young will be probably guarding Jaden Ivey because they have nowhere to hide Mr. Uh, Trey Young. And Trey Young, you talk about DeJounte Murray, their best defender, arguably, guard Kate Cunningham. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter and Collins. Those guys will guard Sadiq Bey and Bojan Bogdanovich. Capella will guard Isaiah Stewart. That leaves the traffic cone himself, Trey Young, on Mr. Jaden Ivey. Young, never been known as being a good defender at all this in his NBA career, and I don't expect that to continue. Well, I expect that to continue being a bad defender in his career for the rest of it. But we look at Trey Young, he's going to have to go out there, and he's, he's just not going to be able to play a good amount of defense. The only thing I'm concerned about I need Ivy to stay out of foul trouble. We know Trey Young capable of getting those fouls, but I think he can certainly do that. You look at Ivy, he's coming off probably his, well, not probably, his worst game of his NBA career. Granted, it's four games in. He only had 11 points and four assists in 29 minutes of action, shooting four for 10 from the field yesterday. I just think he, he plays better. It's going to be a fast-paced matchup against the Hawks. It's going to be up and down the court. And Ivy's a guy that can finish in transition. A game against the Wizards, not a team that really won, runs a lot. It was a lower-scoring game. So the Pistons not even break 100 points. Prior to that, prior to that bad game, Ivy had 22, 26, and 23 points plus assists. If I didn't make that noted, we're taking his points plus assists line. I don't really want to involve PRAs, but you can take his rebounds line. I just don't think he gets a ton of rebounds today. It's going to be guarding Trey Young out on the perimeter, and you got obviously Collins, you got Capella, you got Bogdanovich Bay, you got Isaiah Stewart all out there. There's a lot of big guys. I don't imagine Ivy sucks into a lot of rebounds like he did that nine rebound game a couple of games ago. I like it's points plus assists a little bit more. Jaden Ivy. Counting on you, buddy. And my final play of the day, and I probably will not add any plays today because five is enough. Tyler Hero, over 30 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists, minus 123 on Caesars. It's PRAs, and that's how I'm going to shorten it. And we need a hero tonight, and I think Tyler will be that to tuck us in in the, one of the later games. Now, this is also 31 and a half on FanDuel. I'll put up the lines that I saw. You can take it at both. I think Tyler Hero either crushes this or doesn't get it. Now, so far this year, Hero's had a quality start. 30, 34, 28, and 41 PRAs, points, rebounds, and assists. We need those all to combine to be over 31, hopefully over 32 for all the people that bet it at 31 and a half. Now, this is a pace-up spot for the Miami Heat, one of the slower-moving teams in the NBA as they take on the Blazers, one of the only undefeated teams left. I believe the Bucks are the other one as they take on the Nets. Now, got an over under 222, and if they do hit the over, that would be the most points that the Heat have combined to score against the team in the NBA this season their most they've scored is 224 and hero is going to be out there attempting a lot of shots i mean 15 21 8 and 18 field goal attempts so far this year the eight field goal attempts was a game he played only 22 minutes and he had five fouls so he's in foul trouble i don't expect him to be in foul trouble here now hero also hasn't shot the ball well from three the last three games five for 19 26 percent look i expect hero to shoot the ball better from three today but i also expect him to maybe not settle for a lot of threes maybe try to get to the mid-range where he's actually much better than he is from three now this is also the heat's first road game 
game of the year and they need scoring this is a blazers team that you know is averaging ninth in the nba in points per game at 117 per clip they're also allowing 108 per clip in the heat i'm gonna be honest with you they don't have a lot of scoring out there they got jimmy butler he can get it done got tyler hero and you got the amount of kyle lowry He's been offering really nothing on the offensive end. Caleb Martin hasn't been great, and neither has the bench. So really, you're looking at a guy like Tyler Hero that's going to be asked to do a lot, whether it's facilitating or shooting the basketball. I think he's going to get that done. Now, Jimmy likely slides into the worst matchup with Jeremy Grant, a solid defender defender guarding him. I don't really know who's going to guard Tyler Hero. Maybe Anthony Simons, maybe Josh Hart. What's important is I don't expect Hero to be guarding Damian Lillard, likely going to put Kyle Lowry on him. And ultimately, I'm taking his points, rebounds, and assists because as opposed to just points alone, because Hero can fill up the stat sheet. He's averaged 12.8 rebound chances per game, 6.8 assist chances per game this season. He had like 15 rebounds in his last game. And while I'm not expecting 15 rebounds tonight, he could easily go out there and get his 10 rebounds. That would give us a big edge towards his points line. And look, Hero should play a ton of minutes. I should expect this game to be close. I think it's basically a pick on both sides. And Hero has two games versus Portland with 15 or more field goal attempts. He ended with 24 and 41 PRAs. The 24, he shot five for 23. If you told me Tyler Hero shoots up 23 times tonight, I put probably three units on this bet. So I think Tyler Hero is going to have a pretty good night. Let's keep it at one unit. I think he has a good one. Thir over 30 and a half PRAs is my fifth and final play of the day. Let's talk about some all-stars. I appreciate you all for joining the list. If you ever want to support us, click that join button on the channel. You get our plays early and it's only $2.99 a month. That's less than the price of coffee, less than the price of some of your guys' random degen parlays. We've got a bunch of them. I'll speed through these. I'm definitely going to mispronounce some names. So sorry in advance. If I miss you, let me know in the comments. Ron Ronald, Showtime, James, Dalton, BGLG, Prentice, Trevor, TH, Space I, Jason, James, Morgan, Andrew, All Things, Purnell, Ferdinand, Gerwinder, Air Canada, Brent, Randy, Zachary, Woots, GG, Busguard, Levito, Lucas, Lucas, I hope I pronounced it right, Tiara, Dylan, another Dylan, DE, Space C, we got Hellard, we got Mark, Lissandro, we got Vanster TV, we got Josh, Rich, Normandy, T, Moore, Michael. You guys, real MVPs, technically the All-Stars, but... I declare you guys as MVPs. Thank you guys all so much for the support. We can't do it without you guys. You guys make it exciting to wake up at 5 a.m. every day to record these videos for you guys. I'll see you guys in those two NFL videos that will be posted a little bit later, 12 p.m. Eastern time for the first one for week eight. And then obviously that Bucks versus uh, Ravens game later on tonight. Appreciate you guys as always. Just keep having a good day. Crash those two one and a half unit bets. Let's come back with a winning day. See you guys back again tomorrow. Peace.